What's up, guys? It's Hot Take Without the Hot Take here, and welcome back to another episode of Junior Senior Two Views. Let's get straight into it. What does the recent win for the Cubs and Tigers mean? A big win, big against the Pirates and Rockies, tell you. It's there's two. All of these teams are sort of in the same sort of tier. Whereas, but well, the Cubs and Tigers are in the same tier, in my opinion. Whereas the Pirates and Rockies are just in absolute purgatory. The 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 Tigers at least are slowly starting to climb out of their rebuild. Uh, the Cubs have some great great prospects in the system in Nick Madrigal and Pico Armstrong. Plus, they paid uh, Stroman this off season. Um, and but. For, and the Rockies threw money at Chris Bryant, but and the Pirates gave money. Finally, actually gave money to someone and paid Cabrian Hayes because he's really good. But compared these teams, and they're just in different levels. But don't tell me anything. I mean, there, it was one game was twenty-one nothing. Yeah, it was like you know the Cubs you know, rolled against the Pirates, and the Pirates stink. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think that means anything. And then. The Tigers beat the Rockies, so I think thirteen to two or something like that. So it doesn't tell me much because it's still early in the season. Um, you know, you're going to have those games. Those games are going to happen where a team scores a whole lot of runs and the other team scores hardly anything. So it's too soon to turn around and go. Well, this means that you know you can lock in the Cubs and Tigers for the World Series because that's not going to happen. No, because those teams, the Tigers, are still are nowhere near championship contenders. They've still got. Stuff they need to work out, and as do the Cubs, they still got to develop their prospects they got last year. And they're both in, you know, a log jam in the Central, whether yep. it's the NL Central or the AL Central. It's yep. a log jam. But the AL Central stinks. It's going to be the White Sox coming out the AL Central, and we all know it. Yep. All right, next one I'm looking at. Uh, LeBron James says that he can hold off Father Time to lead a playoff. A- Lead or play on a playoff team? What does that mean? Um, I don't think it really means anything. I think playoff team is a very general term. I think the Lakers could have been a playoff team last season, but they disappointed heavily because mm-hmm. something it was just it was a whole bunch of things that was wrong with them. But I feel like he's thirty seven and he still he was still carrying them. So if he can continue to play at this high level. Going into 38, 39, maybe even 40. Because he's in a class of athletes where they can fight off age until the very end. Tom Brady's still going at, what, he, he's nearly 45. So he's in a class, There, he's in that type of class of athlete. All right. Um, I'm looking at tea leaves because I suppose it's, I think that LeBron's very calculated in his responses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit like... Throwing it out there going, well, I could either lead a team or be somewhere else. Yeah. I kind of see it as here, you know, management, you do it now. You figure it out. Because Lord knows I was involved in the, the construction of this team that has all just fall, fallen apart. So now pick up the pieces and get it right. Because now, you know, I'm here. And I don't have much time here. Or I can go somewhere else and win somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it tells me. It tells me that LeBron's kind of... Trying to play it like, you know, I got to be on this team as the leader or I'll be somewhere else. So, Rob Palenka, you guys, pick up the pick up the slack. They need... Get it right. Well, look, and, I don't... I mean, I, I don't know how they're going to get I it I don't right. think Palenka's the right GM for this team. 
I don't think he is. He's he only got. Let's be honest. The only reason he got this Lakers gig because he was Kobe's agent. That was it. He's not. He's not a really good GM. Like he made the Anthony Davis move because he had to. He gave the Pelicans a king to ransom. So, and in my opinion, the Pelicans came out on the better side of it. In my in in my opinion. Because yeah, they won a championship in the bubble, but yeah. but in my they're trending higher while the Lakers mm-hmm. are now in th- at this current time descending. So, what do we really say about that? Right. Next, surprised that the Panthers have told Sam Darnold there there is that there is a good chance at a QB another QB will be taken in this upcoming draft. No, because and I'm just looking at uh, um, well, Matt that. Rule. And well, just the, a preface. The, it's not about about the draft. It's about adding another QB. Yeah, but I well, it's there's about no adding. there's no free agent. There's no like really quality free agents out quarterback free agents out there anymore. So Jimmy Garoppolo is still there. No, Jimmy they're not. They're not going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Why would they do that? They're going to add a young quarterback in this upcoming draft. They only have they're they've got the sixth overall pick. And they don't have much picks after that because of all the picks they gave up, ironically, for Sam Darnold. So, um, it's going to be, it's, uh, it doesn't surprise me. And I'm looking at one man in this situation, Matt Rule. I don't know how he thri- thrived at Temple and Baylor with these multiple quarterback systems because it is not working. In, it's not work. He had three quarterback systems in a game. Sam Darn he brought he brought Cam on for running plays, but then Darnold would do the running it's plays, just, and then he would be in for extra play. Like what? Well, I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't think it's that. I think that they that obviously we've talked about this before. There is a there is a need at quarterback. The Sam Darnold experience is over, in my opinion. They're gonna unless, unless they're, he, they've extended the fifth year option to him, so he'll be unless, around for right, at least but this unless, season. Unless he completely wows a training camp and they go, "Here's our starter." Oh my God, where have you been? It's smoke and mirrors. So I mean, yeah, it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me that the Panthers will go in this direction because you know they haven't had much the, to cheer the, about. The only reason Matt Rule is still the coach. It's five years, $45 million. That's how much he's still owed. I've said it before. I'll say it again. David Tepper doesn't want to pay him a massive severance package because of the contract that he was given in the 2019 offseason. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, honestly, he's, he doesn't know what he's doing with this team. Okay, let's segue to the next one. This is what we want to talk about. We'll spend a few minutes to, you know, look at your mock draft Mock drafts. It's mock drafts, but we'll go with a mock draft that you spent, you know, hours putting together. More so than I would, but let's look at what you asked. So, I did three of them, and the third... This is the first round. The the third one, I think, is probably the best one I've done based on uh, projections projections that have come uh, out in recent recent weeks, and Uh if players have been falling, if players have been... Have been so rising. Just, so ru- just run them off. Okay, first pick in this draft. I initially, for a while, I thought it was going to be Kayvon Thibodeau, but I think it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. I think he has a little bit. He he's a bit more ready That's than Thibodeau. For which team? For the Jaguars. Just call up the team the, and the players. The Lions will are going to take, in my opinion, Thibodeau. 
the Texans need offensive line help. They will take Ikem Ekowanu. The Jets uh, want a corner here. They're going to take, in my opinion, Amard Gardner. I think he has the physical attributes that they like about him. The Giants have two top 10 picks. They need a lineman. I think Charles Cross will be good to pair with Andrew Thomas, who's starting to develop into what he we, we thought he was going to be. Uh, the Panthers need a quarterback here, so they most likely will take Malik Willis, okay. even though he's been a bit erratic with how he's played in college uh, with the seventh pick. Um, if Thibodeau falls to the Giants, they should take Thibodeau, but most likely in what I'm seeing here in my mock draft, he hasn't, so they take Carl Loftus. Uh, the eighth pick, I think the Fal- they need a quarterback. The Falcons will take Desmond Ritter, beca- and I think this will be a sure thing because of the connection between him and Arthur Smith. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the <laughs> Seahawks will take the best player available in Derek Stingley Jr., corner from LSU. Uh, the Jets need a receiver here. They'll probably take Jamison Williams, even though he's not the best receiver in the draft. They want to prioritize speed. In my opinion, the best player in the draft next goes to the Washington Commanders in Kyle Hamilton. He's a freak, absolute freak of an athlete. Uh, court, um, the Vikings, with their 12th overall pick, will be, Trent, will be Trent McDuffie, one of the better corners in this draft. Now, this is an interesting next player. Trayvon Walker, in recent days, has been shooting up to being projected as being the top overall pick, which I don't know how that's happened, but I see him being picked 13th overall here by the Texans. I see the Steelers trading up here if Evan Neal is available because they need line help. They need it in the worst way. And if Evan Neal is available, he's not quite the prospect everyone's hyping him up to be, but I think he's a, he'll be a perennial all-pro. And I think the Steelers, if he's available there, will trade up with Baltimore to get him. Uh, the, uh, the Philadelphia have two picks in this first round. I think they take N'Kobe Dean, who, in my opinion, is the best linebacker in the draft with their 15th overall pick. Uh, the Saints will take Garrett Wilson, uh, Chargers, who's a wide receiver out of Ohio State. Uh, Andrew Booth Jr., corner out of Clemson, will go to L- to the Chargers. Uh, with their second first-round pick, Philadelphia, in my opinion, will take Jordan Davis, a defensive lineman out of Georgia. Uh, the Saints need line help at 19. I think Bernard Ryman is the best available, and and we'll cut it there because you're just losing well, I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm yawning. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I suppose that's where your snapshot is. The actual draft is happening this week in Vegas, so I think it'll be good to sort of recap this when it's over to see where you could have where you're right and where you're wrong. I want to ask you a couple questions. What do you think? Uh, about it's a defensive-heavy draft, which is what I think that's where it's got to go. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I think in the next round you're going to see, you know, that change to offense. But obviously, in the first round picks, it's not a heavy quarterback class. This year is not. It's not a heavy wide receiver class. It's very heavily in you know edge rushing, line support, um, offensive line, defensive line. So. Yeah. I want to mention this last the last pick in the first round, 32 32nd overall with the Lions who own LA's pick. I think they'll take Kenny Pickett if he's available because I don't think he'll be available. Really? Wow. Who do you, who do you think he'll go to? Well, I, I I look, by all accounts, they have him going to to um Carolina. 
Yeah, they so, do I like mean, him. So, but I, mean, I, I think Carolina want a playmaker, and well, I think Malik, Malik Willis, for how erratic he is, he's a playmaker. Right. So, so I, mean, I suppose again, this is the first round. Once we find out what the first round, we can take their picks, the official picks. And put them against yours yep. and see where and, you... Where and you've and last year I went only one for 32. So... You might have a better yeah, chance this time around. One more pick I want to highlight. The Bengals, thir- I think they're going to... 31 overall, they're going to reach a little bit here and grab Kenyon Green, a guard out of Texas A&M, who can really... He's a Swiss Army knife on the offensive line, which is yeah. really, really rare. And I think they're going to put him at guard. They need a good guard. Uh, Spain was not good last season. They need a good guard. Going next to uh, Lyle Collins. Okay, so that's your that's your take on it. Yeah. Okay. Now, the next thing we're looking at is how important for the Heat was it for the Heat to finish the series with the Hawks using substitute players? I think it was extremely important because it gives their guys a much needed rest. The Hawks were okay this series, but not good enough to beat the Heat. Um, I think it was, they just, they looked a step above the Heat. I don't think it was anything to do with the Hawks and how they played, because they played a, they played a decent series, but it only went five. They stole a game, but that was about it. Um, but it gives the Heat starters a much needed rest going, and they don't have to go six or seven. This gives them extra days to go to the next series in a dense Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. They're most likely going to face... Uh, the, Sixers. the Sixers. Who knows? And uh, Sixers or Raptors, depending. Because that's going We'll talk to about six, that later. But uh, going, ironically, to six. But this is... It's going to be... It's. I think it. Do, it is really important. Because they have a really deep bench. Okay. And guys who can step up. So this is the one thing I will say. Victor Oladipo. Who... Oh, he was great. Was pulled off. Has been injured for... Uh, he, I mean, if I'm looking at the numbers here. Again, he's only appeared in 96 of a possible 309 regular season games. Yeah. He's had quadriceps tears, knee problems. He comes in and puts and up 24 this a game. Spark. And again, I agree with the idea that the Heat go, you know what? Jimmy have a rest. Kyle have a rest. This gives him extra time. And. That gives them more depth off the bench if you have yep. Oladipo there. And, and some other guys and, there too. you know, a great performance by a player uh, allowing Skip Bayless to eat crow is always a good thing. Because <laughs> his, his comments on Oladipo were ridiculous. And in the press conference, Oladipo goes, okay. And oh, well, puts up 24 the next game. Well, <laughs> look, I think that's that's important. I think, I look, I never thought that the Heat had a problem anyway closing out. They just basically went... We got this. Mm-hmm. We're actually not worried about the Hawks. We're going to win this at home, finish it off, complete Kapuski, the end. See you later. That's for the Hawks. Same old story. Uh, they're, getting, they're getting there, but they Trae need... Trae needs more help. They need, they need and they're more not help. Gonna get it. They're not going to get it anywhere else from anybody. I don't know who's going to want to play at the Hawks, but we'll see. All right, next. Uh, you, do, you can do this one. You sure about that? Okay, All let right. me look at this one. Okay. <laughs> Criticism justified for Ben Simmons not playing in Game 4? Um, look, it, there's been a lot of talk about uh, his mental health recently. And once again, I'm going to step very cautiously in terms of that. Um, I'm going to step very... Look, I'm, I wasn't surprised that there was talk and murmurings about, oh, I might play Game 4. 
he wasn't going to play game four. He hasn't played basketball all season. He wasn't going to play. So I don't know why everyone's getting all, like, angry about it because we knew he wasn't going to play. Yeah, I think everyone knew deep down in their, in their hearts that Ben Simmons was not going to play basketball this season. And he didn't. And, look, there's been discourse around his mental health and he's getting uh, flamed online. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's co- comments from guys like Shaq calling it a punk move. Yeah. Um, All right, so here's Stephen A. Smith who's ranting. Yeah. But, yeah. But, oh, I was going to find it. This might also be the weakest, most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete we have ever seen in not just American history, but the history of sports. I can't think, I can't think of a professional athlete that has come across more pathetic than this man. Friday on countdown. What did I say? It came out the news. Okay, so look, and look, I, I, I mean, I wasn't even guaranteed anyway. Yeah, because they reported, and then just to cut off Stephen A. Smith, they were saying that he was going to come in Game Four, but I would have thought it was too late anyway. It wasn't going to happen. But considering they weren't if, if he was going to show up, it would have been Game Three. That's yeah. the game you want to be at. Yeah. So I mean, I just think. That there's a lot that the Nets have to deal with moving forward with this guy. Yeah. Because he's set to get paid 108 mm-hmm. by them. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering, again, how do they not identify? And if it's a back injury, it's a back injury. Yeah. If it's something more than that. It's also, it, there's also been talk about his mental health possibly contributing to that back injury. If it's something more than that, then they, he needs... Now, the time's now. Because season's over. Yeah. So now, they need to focus on getting his head right and getting his body right so he can start the season. Because he didn't play one minute. I just want to... One minute. I just want to talk about the discourse from the media. I think Stephen A. calling calling him as, a, as an athlete, the most pathetic athlete in human history, is a bit too far. Look... When you're dealing with, I think what people got to understand is, look, we can we can criticize athletes all they want, all we want, but they're they they're treated as commodities when in reality they're human beings, and I think a lot of people tend to forget this. Um, ben Sim, we don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons behind the scenes. We only see what is being reported via sources or uh, people who like, claim to be sources. So, that's why I tend... I In recent times, I've tended to tread lightly when it comes to athletes and their stuff behind the scenes. Right. So, just to put a cap on this, at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't expect Ben Simmons to play in this He series. wasn't going to play, so I don't know and why so, everyone's surprised. But, you know, again, they pumped up something that didn't happen. So, let's move So, on. I don't know why everyone's all up in a hullabaloo about something that wasn't going to happen to begin with. Next... All right, moving on, we have surprised that James Borrego was fired. So Borrego. No. So James no. Borrego, for those no. who are listening, former coach of the Charlotte now, Hornets. Now former coach. Yes. No, he, it's, they need a new voice in that locker room because something's <laughs> going wrong with this, with this Hornets team. They, they obviously, look, if you're the 10th seed twice in a row, and you're only making it to the playoffs or some type of playoffs because of a new expansion by the NBA. 
Something's going wrong. In a regular times, you would still be the 10th seed and you wouldn't even make the playoffs. So, you got to... I think they need a, a better voice in the locker room. They need someone who's going to guide these young guys. Okay. So... He could have kept his job if they won the play-in. That's it. Yeah, he wouldn't. You wouldn't have a conversation about James no. being the former coach if they yeah. got. Into yeah, the but playoffs. they. It wasn't just about them losing. They didn't just lose that playing game. They got humbled. They didn't play any sort of defense at all. Their I mean, defense I mean, was straight up garbage. And so, again, you know, I think they're gonna get another assistant kind of guy because he kind of is cut from the. Spurs system, they're going to get another kind of... Because I don't think you're going to draw a big-name coach to Charlotte. Yeah. That's it. No matter if... Doesn't what matter. if they get like someone like a Terry Stotts? Well, I don't... I, it doesn't matter. I don't think that's gonna who they're going to get. I don't think they're going to get a Terry Stotts. I think they're going to be in line for a coach who's sitting as assistant, who's got their hand up going, me, 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 and then gets a chance to, to coach. Yep. That's what I see. Because it's Charlotte. It's not a big market. Well, they need it's a, not a draw. They need a new voice in the locker room. And they need, look, they need other things besides that. Because Gordon Hayward was injured most of the year. He's been a bust. So there's other things going on. Melo is the bright spot, but he needs help. They've got some other guys coming through and some other prospects, but you can't really count on that. They need, they just need, Kupchak needs to evaluate what's going on over the past two years okay. and see what they need. All right, next one. More about the Celtics or Nets? As they, the Nets, were swept. I think this says more about the Nets because they just, their offense roughly just included uh, Kevin Durant running at the defenders and everyone else getting out of the way and uh, Kyrie chucking, chucking up threes in the first three games and nothing really else. They're, they, they stunk. They stunk this series badly. Uh, Kevin Durant uh, from for the first three games was pretty bad. Uh, gave up a lot of turnovers. Uh, fourth game he was great. Thirty five points was hard. Was the least of their problems in that game. Yeah. But they he scored thirty nine. Yeah, they didn't defend well. No, of and not. that's been and the only guys who were giving them any sort of energy. This is a problem. If the only guys giving you any sort of energy are Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin, you got a problem. Okay, so this is Kevin Durant. We see, we've been through you know, a lot this year. Everybody in the organization knows what we went through. So, no need, no time to feel regret or be too pissed off about how can we find solutions to get better, proactive as an organization to get better. Even the great teams, they don't dwell on what they do. They just try to continue to keep getting better. So for us, we know where our mistakes were. We just try to, you know, make time into strengths. Um, but we can't have no regrets on what we did. Just played out the way it played. Look, I look. So I yeah. think this was the that was the correct answer for him to make. I, I think it says more about the Celtics, and I don't think the Celtics have gotten enough credit. Oh, they played until now. Jason Tatum is a bona fide superstar. So, he was absolutely fantastic. But the margin was close. We can say that in the series, in the four games that they won, the yeah. margin was close. I was doubting the Celtics to start off the year because their locker room was once again a mess. Yeah. But it looks like straight after the deadline, when they picked up those defensive guys in Derek White 
and Robert Williams started to develop into a the center that they needed and yeah. been looking for. Yeah. It seemed like something clicked. Yeah. Look, a, a few things. They brought back Daniel Tice. Yeah. He's a good defender. They got the right mix. And if you're looking at the if you're looking at the team, Adaka had these guys locked in. If you're talking about the teams, it's all about depth. And for the Nets going forward, you should be concerned mm-hmm. because really talk about okay, Kyrie, KD. Ben Simmons, then what? If Joe Harris comes back healthy, that'll be a that'll be a, a help. Yeah. But then after that, their roster's a mess. I mean, well, it's they don't, Curry, they don't really, Andre Drummond. But they're not. They don't have depth. Yeah. They don't have depth, and you, you're gonna give more money to Kyrie. Kyrie's talking about you know general managing, you know being part of the whole. He's crazy. So the Nets, it's not gonna get easier for them. It's not gonna get easier for the East. They were they were picked to win this year. They got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Caesar's got it all wrong. So I don't see this this looking good good going forward for them as as a team. Which which, which veterans are going to say that's me going there? Nobody. They don't have the money once they pay up. They've already signed Katie an extension. Yeah. Kyrie wants money too. What money do you have left to pay the guys who you got on the team? It's all about depth, and they don't have enough depth. Uh. Is there a series between the Sixers and the Raptors? I think there is. James Harden is once again doing... He's doing his regular thing of disappearing when it matters. He does not appear in the playoffs. He is a non-factor when the lights shine brightest. A absolute non-factor. Um, I think there's a series here. I think Toronto yep. is playing with house money. Yep. They don't care. Uh, Pascal Siakam stepped up yeah. in that game. Like, you know, and they had no Van Vliet. Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet was nowhere to be seen. He was out. So that was a chance for the Sixers. And no and Scotty Barnes either. No, no Scotty Barnes. I think although Scotty Barnes, I think, played. He played. Isn't he injured? Well, he was injured, but he played this game. All right. But either way, they, run, they ran up and down on Philly. And that was the thing about Philly that were exposed earlier this season about transition defense, getting back on defense. And so, not Joel Embiid's fault, but now we're going back. They're going back to Toronto. And yeah. if Toronto were to win that, wow. That means, I mean, they're back to where they were last season, potentially going back to a seventh game in Philly yeah. again. Again, this is, like, I don't understand it with, like, Every single team, almost every single team, Doc Rivers coaches. <laughs> I don't get you it. Got Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers. Because always a coach. What is going on? Is, can he just step up and tell James Harden to actually do something, anything, like absolutely anything? What is? I don't understand it. Clippers fans are rejoicing right now, even though they didn't. They didn't make. They didn't win their playing game because they don't have Doc Rivers anymore. Because <laughs> this is the type of situations that he led the Clippers to for damn near what seven years. I right. like. I don't. If they end up choking, if I don't end up, if they end up You're choking ranting. this series, they need to get rid of Doc Rivers. It's okay. as simple as that. Well, it might not have to. It might just fire. They him. have to. They have to get rid of him. They have to get rid of okay. him. Okay. All right. Next. Uh, we're we're almost finished here, so we're just, we're gonna do this. Do this. Do this. Do the Suns now have momentum uh, in the game five win against the Pelicans? Yeah, they do. Especially, like especially without Devin Booker, 
But they, they people stepped up. Yeah, they neutralized. Yep, they neutralized a lot of the weapons that that New Orleans had. Mm-hmm. Eddie Alvarado was a non-factor in this game. As for Brandon Ingram, mm-hmm. uh, they New Orleans weren't good in Game Five. No. They were outclassed, mm-hmm. and the Suns, even without Devin Booker, who's out indefinitely, we're not sure when he's going to return. Well, if it's and indefinitely, if it's then indefinitely, then that's it. Then they're not, it's not even about indefinitely. Yeah, if it's indefinitely, there's no time there's table. no timetable. Therefore, they're in trouble. Yeah, I'm not sure but if that's going to be enough. At least they can they can maybe pull off this series and maybe a second round series win. Yeah, I I I, I believe that they have to finish him off. Now. Yeah, they have to finish them off. They have to. They have, them they off have to. They have to finish them off. This was, I think, this game was in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, they got to finish finish them off at the. No, post. no, this was this was in Phoenix. They got to finish them off in New Orleans. They have to finish they, it. They can't go to a game seven in Footprint Center. No. They can't do it. No, they can't go back home to a game seven. No, it's a, even if it's at home, they the Suns are notoriously bad with seventh games. Um. All so, right. A few things. Happy belated birthday to Jock Peterson. Yep. Turns 30, formerly of the Dodgers. Dodgers, formerly of the Braves. One championship rings, has two rings on his finger from things. each team. Now is with the Giants, so the the fortune's looking bright. Yep. Potentially another championship yep. somewhere, so, you know, happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to Terry Francona. One of the great managers of the 2010s. Of course, uh, managed the Red Sox to their... To their um, Yep. To the championship, and um, now currently the manager of the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians. And was was also close to winning that championship in 2016. Couldn't get there. But they choked. They, couldn't, they did choke. They did choke. Happy birthday to the big fundamentals. One of my favorite players of all time. Tim. Timmy. One of the most, the, in my opinion, the greatest power forward to ever Timmy. play. One of the great, the greatest power forward to ever play the game. Yeah. Tim Duncan. Yep. Uh, yep. 46 years Hall old. of Famer. Congratulations, Miguel Cabrera. 3,000 hits. It was inevitable. He was going to oh, get it. Get him. And, yeah, and he got it. And what I found really, uh, really, really petty by oh, none other than the Yankees to walk, walk him yeah. when he was one hit away. One hit away when all those fans paid money to go there to see that 3,000 hit for, that, for them to walk him. Really? Intentionally walk him. Come on. This is why we don't like the Yankees. Oh, well. Okay. I think we've reached the end of our show. Yep. That's it for this episode. If you come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing two times a week. Uh, by the time we come at you next, we're going to we'll have draft results. We, we will have draft results. Yep. We will have. We will be breaking down that first round yes. and uh, see if I got anything right. Maybe one. Uh, yeah. Maybe two. We'll have uh, the start of the NBA se- second NBA round. Second round will start. And we'll also have, by the time we come at you next, May, uh, previewing the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yes. It will It'll be, be starting to come into view who yep. will be facing each other in the first round. But that's it for tonight. We will see you guys next time. Bye.